0: Welcome to Nonprofit Productive, the podcast informed by data and inspired by personal experience. I'm Michael St. Pierre, a Nonprofit Executive Director recording from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, otherwise known as the Christmas City, and I am on a mission to help you be more productive for the sake of those you serve. Before we go any further, let me remind you to participate in a -a one-of-a-kind survey with a very unoriginal name, the productivity survey, which will help yours truly steer the work I do at Nonprofit Productive. I'm really grateful if you can take some time today, stop what you're doing if you can do that safely and complete the survey. You can find it over at nonprofitproductive.com forward slash survey. So today's show is all about getting better when it comes to being productive. And I'd like to make the case that number one, you and I likely have huge areas for improvement when it comes to our own productivity. Number two, that these areas of improvement could be the greatest career levers that we have. I'll explain what that means. And number three, the best path forward is through simplification and focus. So one of my very favorite supervisors when I was a younger professional was a Catholic priest by the name of Father Joe Petrillo, who's a short little Italian man. He kind of looked like one of the Mario brothers. And he was an amazing administrator, one of the best I've ever seen. He was efficient. He was prolific in his writing. He was clear in his thinking. He was just really, really good. I'll never forget. He said to me one time, he said in his Kind of adorable accent. He said, "Michael, there will always be somebody taller, better looking, and smarter than you. What you can be the best at is your own use of time." And I think really what he was saying in that adorable little Italian man kind of way is, if you compare yourself to other people out there, there are going to be people who are better than you at almost every skill when it comes to being a nonprofit executive right i mean think about it if it comes to fundraising there's always going to be somebody who's a better fundraiser than you even if you're one of the very best there's probably somebody better and even if they're not better now they're coming after you and in a couple of years they're probably going to be better than you how about as a communicator even if you're at your very best you're at the top of your game as a communicator whether in terms of public speaking or writing or publishing, there's probably going to be somebody in just a a year or two who's even better than you. And we can keep going, right? How about as a manager? You're really good as a manager, but there's probably somebody better than you out there. And I'd like to suggest that, as I think Father Petrillo would say, it's It's the the zero-sum game of, oh, there's somebody better out there. It's not really very helpful when it comes to improving as a nonprofit executive. In other words, yes, you could compare yourself to other people out there, but that's not really helpful because it's a big world. There's a lot of good to be done through our nonprofits. And what you really can control is how you use your time. And how you maintain and hopefully improve your productivity. So speaking of these areas of improvement, I mean, let's be honest. Let's take a little bit of an inventory when it comes to doing our weekly review. That's a real area for improvement for a lot of us because we skip or we skimp or we cut corners. How about The capture method or collecting the things that come into our lives. You know, a lot of us are really good at taking notes on the fly and attending meetings and taking notes and all that. But are we really doing it thoughtfully? Are we collecting the most important things or are we just hoarding and gathering just a boatload of stuff? How about meeting management? I mean, there is for sure an area for improvement email, strategic planning progress, assessment of goals and KPIs, fundraising. There are a lot of areas for improvement when it comes to our own personal productivity. And I'd like to suggest, now moving into the second step of this area of improvement of our productivity, that if we really double down and gently focus in on these areas of improvement, These can have huge dividends for your career path, for your trajectory, for how far you get, and ultimately how deep of an impact you can make. I mean, think about it. Others perceive you based on the work you do, not just what you produce, but the way you do it. If you're like a bull in a china shop, people are not going to want to hire you, and that's eventually going to get out, and you will top off, you'll plateau. If you're late to meetings over and over again, you'll be, you'll be thought of and seen as the late person. I was on a call a couple of years ago, and uh, one of the members of the team was late, and the person who was facilitating the call, he said, "We'll just say her name is Mary. Uh, he said, is Mary always late? Boy, oh boy. That's not the best impression you want to leave, and that can stall your career. How about Email. Now, again, I have sort of mixed feelings on this because when I open my email inbox, I kind of look at it as a bunch of other people vying for my time. So that makes me not want to do my email. With that said, if you're not prompt in terms of getting back to people, if you're using typos, if you're not clear, if you're writing too much, people will judge you. And it could, believe it or not, stall out your career, at least plateau you, if you forget things that's going to leave an impression on people if you're seen as disorganized. So I'd like to suggest that your career advancement in the nonprofit space relies on your noggin, but just as much on your personal productivity. Therefore, an improvement in the way you work, working smarter, is actually a tremendous investment in your career and in your future. And as we always like to say in this show, in the depth of impact that you can make. So... How do you do this? I mean, if we acknowledge that first, there are plenty of areas for improvement, and second, that these areas of improvement could actually benefit our career, well, how do you do this? How do you get better? And I'd like to suggest that the way forward is through simplicity and focus. We all wanna get better. We all wanna find an easier, a smoother, um, glidier way to work. We wanna have less stress. And I I think that it's a lot like physical fitness. If you're not in shape, um, it's probably not the smartest thing to prepare to run a marathon because the chances of you succeeding are pretty low. You don't want to take on a complex regimen. You don't want to uh, approach every day with an impossible set of tasks or a complex program. You want to keep it simple. If you're out of shape, uh, one area is you, you want to improve what you're eating every day. Okay, and then maybe in a, in a month or two, you're going to start to exercise. And then maybe a month or two after that, you're going to add some supplements in, something like that, right? In terms of personal productivity, very, very similar. I would suggest that you can focus each week on doing one small thing that you can do that's related to your productivity. And do this each day for a week. At the end of the week, see if it's become part of your routine and if it's part of you. And if it's not, keep doing it for another week. I would guess that about three weeks should do it. But each one of us is different. It might take you four or five weeks to get a productivity routine down, and that is okay. Let me give you some examples of what I mean, of this focused approach to productivity improvement. One is you might decide this week I'm going to show up early to work each day, day, just five minutes early. I'm going to do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. And by Friday, if I feel like, you know what, I have this down pat, The next week, I'm gonna move on to something else. How about using the same digital task manager every day as your collection tool? Idea pops in your head, take out your task manager. Somebody asks you to do something, take out your task manager. Uh, You have to remember to, to do something or whatever later in the week, use your task manager to remind you. That's a great habit that you could start to use. Use it for a week, and again, if it doesn't stick, Use it for a second week. How about emptying your inbox every day? That's not an easy one to do, but that might be something that you might choose to do. How about to use more brevity in terms of your communications? You're probably going to send, what, two dozen, three dozen, four dozen emails in a given day. Focus on being more brief, using fewer words. In summary, I've tried to make the case that you and I have big time areas for improvement when it comes to our own productivity. Second, that these areas for improvement could be tremendous career levers for advancing and hopefully leaving a greater impact on the world. But three, the way to do this, the way to get better at being productive is by choosing just a few low-hanging fruit kind of habits and routines and getting better at them week after week, month after month, year after year. As I like to say in, I hope, every episode, You can do this. You really can. And your nonprofit depends on you. Small improvements, they really do go a long way. One final thought. If you found today's show helpful, why not forward it to a colleague who could use what I call a productivity boost? Just email or text them the show and say, hey, I heard this and I thought of you. I'm Michael St. Pierre. You've been listening to Nonprofit Productive, the podcast, and I will see you next time.